0: Welcome to Elemental Breakdown, where we talk about everything comics, tabletop gaming, and pop culture related. I am your lead host and owner of Key Elements Comics, Brett Wizda. My guests here are... Marissa. Cheyenne. Today we are going to be focusing on the hit show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and the hit movie of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Key Elements Comics for potentially more information on these, uh, as we will post... uh, some articles, clips, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's start with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Big things there. Uh, Anything you guys brought up as far as... or anything you guys want to bring up as far as, like, to start off?
1: Well, they revealed the name of the U.S. agent. Yeah. John Walker. Um,
2: Just a normal guy.
0: So, um... (laughs) Yeah, John Walker uh, is who they introduced. Yeah. Um, He is, so he actually goes through three kind of different phases of Captain America. He starts off as Captain America, or technically in the comics, he starts off as the Super Patriot, uh, then becomes kind of like the Captain America, and then goes on to being a US agent. Um, oh, so they're,
2: they're basically, do they call him U.S. agent now?
0: No. Right, as of right now, he is Captain America. Okay, okay. This is probably during the time of when he is uh, really supposed to be this kind of, like, stained in for Captain America, uh, what Captain America w- really wasn't. Yeah. Um, this kind of, uh, one article I was reading, they said it perfectly, he's kind of supposed to be more of this, like, patriotic villain. Yeah. You know, he very much is this character who USA I mean, forever two. Yeah. Like you really see that he is ironclad about uh when he tells Falcon and Bucky, you know, mm-hmm. to be like, If you guys are gonna help me, stay out of my way. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so uh and last episode I did talk about and I did make a miss kind of uh calculation on when he was uh, introduced into the comics he was actually introduced in the comics around 83 okay so i know i said probably around i think i said 20 30 years it's actually probably closer to 40.
2: Uh uh-huh
0: uh so
2: i mean it's early in this like in the tv show so i don't want to put too much judgment on him I mean, even though I do have a bunch of judgments on him, I want to <laughs> give him a chance, but at the same time, he's just too cocky.
0: Yeah, like, I think that was really, one of the things he's that... It's really,
1: too I mean,
0: cocky. Well, that was, like, one yeah. of the things that me and you were talking about when we were watching it, is, like, it's almost kind of like a game to him. Exactly. You know, but, and... Like, he, I'm
2: playing Captain America.
0: Right. Like, this is a part for him to play. Mm-hmm. Uh...
1: It'll be interesting how it plays out. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like I don't um, want to guess too much, and I because it is episode two, but it's like I want to see what happens.
0: But even then, you can still see a little of potentially where he's going to go, like forward-wise, because looking at even just his fight scene on uh on the trailer, if you really notice, all he was really doing with the shield throwing was throwing it. Yeah, throwing it. It's all it gots. And, you know, that's like... Yeah, it probably takes a lot to throw that shield. Yeah. It's, but that's a
1: one-time
2: <sighs> trick. My you know. thing is, like... Well, now that we found out, we're finding other sol- super soldiers.
0: Yeah. Um, Elijah?
2: Yeah. We're, f-
0: we're oh, like... Isaiah. 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 My bad, yeah.
2: We have Isaiah, and then now we find out... Who are they? I always forget the name. The glow- Black Smashers? Yeah. We find out they're just a bunch of super soldiers. So it's like, we have normal guy with, like, a little above abilities fighting super soldiers. I'm like, when are they going to pump the him up with some drugs? I mean... I don't think they're going to. <sighs> that's what's going to be the downfall.
0: Because, again, it comes back to with, uh, you know, with... U.S. agent, is he is not this super soldier, even no. in the comics. I mean, I think there's one off story where he does get the super soldier serum, but... He's just... He's... A little he's above not, average. Yeah. Like, his thing is, he is supposed to have all this from training. When for, when it was with Captain America, he almost kind of had this natural skill with it. Yeah. Uh, sort of deal.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Isaiah... Do yes. you want to give us a little background on who Isaiah is?
0: So Isaiah is the Captain America during the Vietnam War. Uh, okay. He was this guy who pretty much was supposed to replace Captain America. And then, if I remember correctly, in the comics, he goes to prison for actually stealing, for stealing Captain America's suit and shield.
2: Oh, really? If
0: I remember, it's the pair. Okay. Uh, So he's
2: playing, he's trying to be Captain America, gets the get up, and then goes to jail for 30 years
0: because of it. Yes. That sucks. Uh, Well, because, again, it was supposed to be this thing. He was supposed to be the next Captain America. Yeah. Uh, And all of that, and, you know, with him going to prison, and on top of that, you know, during this time... There was a lot of racial tensions, and this exactly. episode even still kind of shows that racial tension, they're, they're doing kind of a really good job of showing, like, the racial tension. Yeah. And even, uh, he is still, like, you know, it's even kind of like why Falcon gave up the shield, because he's like, I don't think the world is ready for... A black...
2: Black Captain America. Captain I mean, America. you even saw it when he was walking through, and it's like, oh, he's Black Falcon, the kid said. It's like, no, I'm just Falcon. Yeah. I'm not calling you a black kid. <laughs> what are you, black kid? Like,
0: yeah. But even then, that was so a hilarious <laughs> it, was, it was
2: funny, but it's like, as you as you see it, it's like, I'm just Falcon. I like You don't have to put black in front of
0: it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh... Isaiah is definitely one of those people who he was supposed to be this next kind of like front, uh, front man and was with like all the racial of the tensions. Yeah. And, he's, and he is any he is on par with Steve Rogers when yeah. he first got it. Like he didn't he almost went to it naturally. Uh, you know, and even like in the show, they talk about how he went toe to toe with Bucky because of his experience, because of this Super Soldier Serum. Yeah,
1: he almost made it seem like he could take Bucky. Yeah, and he he basically he basically said like I could
0: take him down. And you know, but again, that was in his prime. Yeah, I'm sure. And even if you really think about it, Steve was still in his prime. Uh, Granted, he kind of you know took a step back. Uh, you know, went back in time and everything. Uh, oh, yeah.
2: even old Steve Rogers could probably kick some butt. So
1: what's the difference? How how was is Isaiah able to age the way he did, but Captain America and Bucky are still young-looking? I think even it's because they've been frozen.
0: Yeah, because they were frozen. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. you know, when you, at least in Marvel's terms, when you are cryogenically frozen, none... Of those organs are running like they should be and if anything isaiah still doesn't even look as old as what he potentially might be or exactly. should exactly right kind just, so there is a level that because they're frozen it kind
2: of yeah. just froze everything right
0: uh, and throughout the
2: movies you can kind of see a little bit more a little aging going on but right. still like they still look young
0: uh, but yeah, and then, uh, we were watching one TikTok, uh, that Marissa actually sent me where one Thank person was speculating. <laughs> if you ever want to like kind of broaden on your conspiracy theories. When go to comes, TikTok. Go to TikTok. It's There's amazing. people that are doing all sorts of things, but one guy did bring up a really good point, uh, mm-hmm. with Isaiah's grandson. Yeah. Uh, who they really didn't say his name at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But this is just speculation. Who he uh, but could he is
0: be. supposed to be like the young patriot for the young Avengers. Uh, who might be. Because in the comics, uh Isaiah's grandson becomes the patriot.
2: Nice. For the
0: young Avengers. So if we're gonna kinda like do some, you know, equivalence look uh sort of math, that's probably gonna be something at yeah. some point.
2: And again, I think you said that earlier today, it's not going to be during this stage of Marvel's plan, but maybe the next stage.
0: Yeah, um, where they're most likely probably going to be setting up for Phase Three out of Phase yeah. Two. Yeah, uh, because we're starting to see the you know the twins of Wanda who uh, play a major part in comic series like uh, House and uh, Power of X. Mm-hmm. You know stuff like that where there is where sword is still a thing.
2: Yeah,
0: you know there is a current comic series run-in that kind of stemmed from the house and powers of x called sword hmm. and it is actually ran by kind of people who were as far as what i understand that were both connected with sword and the x-men
1: and just a little plug you can get those comics for those that are listening
0: yes uh we do have these comics at our store uh And all of that, so just feel free to stop in, ask for it. We can also uh, put reorders in for previous comics if it is something you would like to collect. Uh, so, go ahead, Marissa. Oh, no, I was just gonna say,
1: I was just gonna say, say, since we have, since we're talking about Young Avengers, we have this potentially Patriot, then we have the the twins twins that were shown in WandaVision, Mm -hmm. then we have the shows, uh, Miss Marvel.
0: Yep, uh, Miss Marvel. You also have Hawkeye's daughter, who uh, potentially might be one of the Young Avengers. And like, what
2: Marvel does well is they kind of put them in movies like small parts, like they're there, but they don't really do a big impact in the movies. Mm-hmm. So then, when it does come to them having their own movie and doing coming together, we are you already have some background on who they are. So So they do a good job with that.
0: And the other thing, too, and this kind of just popped in my head, is if you really think about it, by the time, like, all this is going on, while the twins are younger, Mm -hmm. Isaiah's grandson, uh, Hawkeye's daughter, and if we really think about it, remember the kid from Iron Man 2 or Mm 3 that was at the wedding that was just kind of by himself, the one that helped Tony through his panic attack? They're all roughly about the same age. Yeah, basically. Well,
1: let's just... Backtrack to <laughs> last week's episode when we mm-hmm. talked about Dr. Strange and the multi-universe. Who knows how that's going to affect right.
0: oh, exactly. their uh, ages, yeah. if they're
1: going to use because them from a different universe. True. Uh,
2: and right. then who says in a different universe Wanda's kids are actually real? Because that's like also a thing. Because they do make a big appearance in the comics. like How is that going to work out since want to make, created her kids. Like, how are they going to get that back? But who knows? Now that her powers are huge, she can probably make them alive now. Who knows?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, and actually one of the other things that, uh, kind of backtracking a little bit too, when we were talking about, you know, Isaiah and all of them, is he definitely is one of those, like, you can tell the PTSD that he has. Oh, yeah. Well, probably not even more or less from the war, but just from all the experiences of trying to be black Captain America.
2: That's a lot of stress. Especially at yeah. that time with, like, you still had, like, a bunch of... It was a bunch of, like, discrimination. And it's, mm-hmm. like, even though, like, it's been years... And even today, it's, like, it's just not 100% right. There's still that off-balance and... People still look down. It's like... That, that'd that be really... That's big... One, not only big shoes to fill, but that's going against what society's saying is, like, right.
0: Right. So, and like, I loved, at the time... I loved how Falcon reacted when he found out about Isaiah. Is he's like, there was another captain or another one, you know, super soldier, and, and no nobody one knew. One,
2: no one and no one knew about and it. Then not even like, Steve yeah, knew about
0: it. Uh... So that just really shows that, like, you know, was there a level in which Bucky kind of knew that the super soldiers and all this was pretty much going to be going against Steve's kind of, like, moral code? Because at that point, Steve is all about you have your freedom to choose. And if these people necessarily... I mean, yes, they are choosing to be this, but, you know, Isaiah, for example, like, he was probably almost... Kind of conscripted into doing this mm-hmm. in a way, so who's to say that wouldn't go against Steve's moral code? And Bucky even said he's like, I couldn't bring myself to tell him in a way. Yeah. Uh, and kind of going off of like the social injustices and everything, when they're talking, like,
2: oh my goodness, right after they get out by the cars,
0: say- just show up and they're like, is he bothering you? Yeah. Like.
2: And, and he, if you notice
0: all those cops were white.
2: Yeah, and you just look. He looked at him, and he's like, "You don't know who he is." He's like, "Oh, I didn't recognize you without the wings." And then once that happened, it completely changed around. It's like, "Oops, sorry." Like, and the sad thing about it is that's that's, that's
1: what happened. What, that's the world that we live. Yeah, that's the world we have. What like, happened? Like
0: that was almost a, or that was a moment that, like, if you really think about it and you look into it, that was a very real moment. Exactly. Like, like they were both kind of mad in the street but of course
2: these cops were like oh is this black guy bothering you it's like what the
0: fuck she's language question. <laughs> who called them
2: they're probably just driving around and then just happened upon the fight and was like oh no I poor mean, white man
0: yeah I mean that's one of those that's kind of one of those things of going into we're probably never gonna find out and us even trying to think about it or talk about it. It's just, it's kind
2: of just showing, like, the racial and just, like, how bad it is today. Like, it's, it's 2021. It's like, we think this should be done, but people are still ignorant and dumb. Uh, Um, Let's talk about
1: uh, the ending. Yeah. What? Uh, Why do you say it like that?
2: Nah, it's just like, just the ending of it. It's just...
1: Well, who they reveal, they're going to go see. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm.
0: Again, Uh, all this is spoiler alerts. So, if you haven't watched it, pause the podcast until you have watched it and come back, and then you can help uh, speculate with us.
2: Yes. This is all just spoiler alerts. This entire
0: series.
1: Zemo, right? Yeah. What do you think he's going to reveal to them?
0: Who knows? It's going to be hard to say because... He did know all of Hydra's uh, secrets, he like had Bucky the book. said. Yeah, I honestly think that Falcon made a good decision, being like, "We're gonna go see him."
2: Exactly, because if he went alone and he
0: remembers the keywords, that could be dangerous. You know, because we're starting to see that even Bucky is still even afraid. Yeah, you know, he's still dealing with potentially the stuff he did as Hydra. And he's, you know, like, like base,
2: basically through the whole series, it's him trying to again reclaim himself and mm-hmm. be like, I'm not Hydra, I'm not the Winter Soldier, this is not who I am
1: anymore. Yeah. Do you think Bucky's completely free from his brainwash, or no. if Zemo were to, no. like, if they go and visit and Zemo was supposed to, goes and says all those words, that no. he would be.
2: Yeah. No. He, he would probably transform back. That's well, years and years
1: of, like, stuff in his brain. Yeah, but he so, spent all that time in Wakanda, and they're so advanced. Oh, so, true. But
0: here's my thing. I, just, like, I, I didn't think of
2: that. That's, yeah. That
0: makes a point. But, so here's kind of, like, my counter-argument to that. If we looked at all the scenes of when those words were spoken to mm-hmm. Bucky, he was always confined to a chair. Like, he was strapped in.
2: Oh, yeah, so if he can just put his hands over his ears or punch the
0: guy. So that's going to be one of those, the tables are going to be kind of turned in this case, where Bucky will have the choice to leave, and I'm pretty sure Falcon will make him leave if those words are even spoken.
1: True,
0: yeah. And that's also to say, you know, that's one thing that we've seen from Hydra when it comes to Bucky, you know, besides the arm. Who's to say, you know, there isn't other things, too, that could potentially affect Bucky that True. Uh, this other guy knows? And, you know, stuff like that. So I think we're going to see a lot more of kind of like what Hydra was doing, what we're going to find out from, you know, uh, the guy that we're, we're going to be seeing yeah. in this next episode. Like what else is in
2: Bucky, like, in the back of Bucky's brain...
0: Because who knows, Bucky might and like, have memories of, you know, other locations. Like, because who's to say there uh, there isn't other locations where the Super Serum
1: exists.
0: exists. Exactly. Well,
2: now that we're seeing that there's a bunch of these Super Soldiers running around, it's like, where did it come from? Like, is, like, that's what we're probably going to get answers in the next episode. Like, like... How did they get the super serum? Who's doing it? Was it just Hydra all along? Or is there another person who has it
0: now? So, uh and talking about, you know, the serum and if there's any more of it, mm-hmm. here's my question that kind of, like, has been... I had my own little theory about, but yeah. I wanted to read into it a little bit more to, like, see if there was a connection. And there very much is. Ultimatum. So... There is a group in the comics called Ultimatum. I think this group that the Flag Smashers have been stealing vaccines and all this from is Ultimatum.
1: Oh, um, So, I, I am just a big Marvel DC. I'm just a comic book, anything movie, TV related. I'm just a fan. So can you explain for those that don't know Ultimatum? Like, I don't know anything about
0: Uh, So, Ultimatum is this kind of like... So, the actual acronym for Ultimatum is Underground Liberated Totally Integrated Mobile Army to Unite Mankind. Dang, Dang. that That is a mouthful. I'm like, that's (laughs) a name! Right. It's like S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, they're like, uh, well... (laughs) (laughs) um, Can we just not have these long names and shorten them? Can we just... So, Ultimatum actually started out as kind of this uh, thing where Flag Smasher was kind of, had, to, had a feud with Ultimatum for a while. And then later, actually became one of the founding members of the reorganization of Ultimatum. Uh, so, I think that's one of those, either the people that they're stealing from is Ultimatum, Ooh. or they're going to form Ultimatum.
1: Okay. And do you think Ultimatum will have part in Phase 4 as it continues?
0: It's hard to say. Uh, because if they don't do anything about Ultimatum in this series, we might, you know, we might see an age where they are having to deal with all these different, you know, groups that, uh, you know, potentially try to come together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so and here's the other cool thing about ultimatum is they have a really so when ultimatum gets restructured uh by flag smasher they actually engage a feud with guess who deadpool hmm. so i think this group is actually going to be something that we might see more with an x-men side of things yeah oh my gosh please
2: look at another deadpool Oh yeah, we're, we're not please. gonna
0: leave
1: Deadpool though for a couple years.
2: Sadly, come on, we gotta u- we I gotta saw... use Ryan Reynolds up.
1: And I, I saw uh, a timeline. Let me pull it up. Deadpool three, they they it's still in development. They don't even have like a a release date yet. I'll give you a release date, just like <clears throat> now.
0: <laughs> Do it,
2: please. Yeah. Also, can we uh, give Deadpool a unicorn finally? Come on.
0: But yeah, so... Ultimatum, in reality, is both a kind of group and an event that happens. Okay. Uh, So, kind of just, like... I'm not a huge Marvel person, so, like, I really only know the overall name for yeah. Ultimatum. Uh, so, a lot of the things in Ultimatum are... Uh, you know, where we see, how do I want to put it? In a sense, a lot of people die in Ultimatum. Dang. And a lot of them fall more under X-Men. Okay. So it might be this thing where they're introducing Ultimatum, you know, from the Captain America site because Flag Smasher is more of a Captain America villain. Yeah, you know, but he does have ties to the different ones like Moon Knight, uh, Punisher, stuff like that too. So this
2: is just like an introduction, cause I mean, Marvel just got the X Men back, so this may be like an introduction, and then maybe their next Phase Three, they're like introducing it, and then combining it with the X Men, like making yeah. their own
0: movies. Please don't mess them up. <laughs> But, and that's kind of one of my things that does scare me a little bit, is if you look at, you know, what they've introduced in WandaVision, what they've introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and what they're potentially going to be introducing in some of the, you know, Loki and some of these other shows, are they going to be putting too much on their plate to have to deal with? Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like what DC did with their movies. Uh, With, you know... Batman and Superman
2: pumping out way too much, yeah, way too fast, and then the quality stuff. goes down. Right. Uh, They're doing quantity over yeah, quality. But the
1: difference between Marvel and DC is though Marvel's been building this universe since two thousand eight. Oh well, no, when was Incredible Hulk uh, or the Incredible Hulk released? Prior to that, but you know, to give you a good estimated idea, two
0: thousand eight Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. So I
1: don't. I think they know how to navigate it well. True. And I think, They got a like lot of resources. Last, and Like we said last episode about the red herrings, maybe it's just they're putting in these Easter eggs for us mm-hmm. to chase to, so we can sit here and cons- uh, have conspiracy theories about you know, what's yeah, going right. on. And that. then
2: they have the option of putting it in or not. They could just be like, oh, no, we just threw it in there. Or they can be like, yeah, that was a thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, and the other thing, too, is, as we're also looking at, you know, the red herrings and all that, you know, we watched one about WandaVision off of TikTok once again, where they were talking about how Dottie is potentially another witch, uh, one of the top three most powerful witches. Could be. Uh, you know, probably a nice Easter egg. Uh, a lot of things kind of do in line with her being this other witch but once again i think it's another red herring yeah the- i highly doubt they're going to bring out this another big kind of like avengers endgame team up with people that haven't really had huge parts
2: and my thing is like if she was the witch another witch and right after she got out of the spell of wanda what do you think she would have did something or Unless she like doesn't know she's a witch yet, but unless she's a witch in another universe, true. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Who knows? Again,
0: multiverse.
2: (laughs) Honestly, Marvel puts these things in, and then they put it in just in case. Just in case they want to do something with a bunch of witches. Mm -hmm. Well, and then honestly, they can be like, yeah, we don't want to do it.
0: Well, they've already. It wasn't a big thing to do. To do a lot more with that. Like you do not set Please. up a character like that to be like, oh, if things start going down, I know right where to find you.
2: I want more of her. I want her to be in every movie. <laughs> I don't, I I don't care. Gonna
1: play a part in the. I like, don't care.
2: Exactly. I don't care what she does. I want her to be there. I love her to death. Especially if you put her theme song behind everything she does. Like, honestly, I want, that's how Marvel introduces her the second time. You just have that background music. And I'm like, I want it so bad. I'm Uh, this close to making it my ringtone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, we have, like, you know, like Marissa, you said, the biggest thing is how many red herrings are we looking at versus how many are they actually going to set up yeah. for future endeavors yeah um
2: marvel likes to have options
0: yeah and that's one of their best traits too is they pick and choose what they want to go and they always have other ones to fall back on
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh too in case that they're like oh no we need content but we want to we still want it to be how do i want to put it relevant
2: yeah you know? it's like yeah, like, who's this random guy they're putting up? Oh, he was in the background and did this in this movie. Like, they're connected. But honestly, it could, like, they could, with the Young Avengers, I like, oh, it's just Isaiah's grandson. He was there for, like, two seconds. And it's like, but now, if they do come up, everybody's going to be like, oh, my goodness, he was in the Winter Soldier.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is they could also play it off perfectly with time frames, too. You know, being like, yeah, he didn't really do much in between this point and, you know, when he was in Falcon and Winter Mm Soldier. And, you know, when he, if he makes his debut in a movie or something, it is going to be like, well, this is what he was doing. We're probably going to see flashbacks because Marvel's also really good about doing those flashbacks.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: about certain points.
2: They're good. And we saw that in Wanda. we saw that in WandaVision a lot. Right, like, know. basically just showing her history, and it was really nice. And they do that a lot with, like... They did that with Bucky and, like, what he went through with Hydra and they. Right.
0: I, and I that's like the backstories. Like the primary it, point that I yeah. make with their flashbacks is Bucky. You
2: it know, adds I mean, so much. Uh,
0: but, yeah, so...
2: I think um, that's really, like, the major
1: points of mm. the second episode
2: yeah there wasn't as much in the second episode like it's just an information old episode yeah they're still definitely it was m- setting it up it was a, like we had that one fight scene but then you you learn more about you you just learn more about everybody a oh. little bit and it sets Another it thing. up
0: red wing broke the one uh one of the guys put oh, yeah. red wing up yeah yeah Evil so I wonder people. how Sam, feel, Sam feels about that. Cause like, Very
2: upset. Yeah. You know how much effort he got to make a new one.
0: Well, that's the other thing too is not only is Red Wing gone, but he then finds out, you know, a couple scenes after that he... That Captain or John Walker and his sidekick, what, Power Star?
1: Is that, is that his name? Did they reveal his name? I don't know his name. He, I must have
0: missed they, that. They uh, revealed... His uh like code name. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was Pow or Power Star. No,
2: sidekick.
1: Is there in the comics?
0: Yeah, so uh one second, let me I just wanna He's look like the open.
1: Sam in
2: the situation. Mm-hmm. Very much trying to mirror the Captain America Falcon. Yeah, exactly. i like it's just like the same. Yeah. Oh, I've just.
0: Uh, yeah, so Hodgkin's Battlestar. Sorry. Battlestar. And That's a cool name. I just name. loved uh, Bucky's reaction the minute he heard that. He's like, stop the car. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like they tracked Falcon and Bucky through Red Wing. Yeah. So they like, oh, it's U.S. government. Yeah. Dang Which it! Which even shows kind of like he's this, you know, John Walker. Captain America is kind of like
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's kind of using the bureaucracy to his advantage. Yeah, and Captain America never really did that. No, you know, he was always I'm gonna do it by myself.
2: Well, with my own. Re- yes.
0: Like, yeah. Uh. And the also thing too is he. He showed. He kind of went along the lines of my actions is what's going to convince people. Exactly. John Walker is like, bureaucracy, using it against you.
2: Exactly. Also, a thing that I just thought of, um, when we were just talking about him and John Walker, I was just like, early in the episode, Sam called Barnes Bucky, and he's like, no, that's not happening. Like, Mm. Yeah, Steve called me that, but we got... like so much history mm-hmm. and then john called him bucky and i'm like oh my goodness is there a fight to go it like you just saw it in his eyes you could
0: only it, see that it did sting a little
2: it bad. hurt him so he's like i'm so like if they weren't in front of a police station right now i'm surprised he didn't like just punch him cuz like he's just like oh heck no nah. yeah. you took his shield no. you took his all that you don't get that
0: you know what uh, this John Walker kind of reminds me of he mm-hmm. reminds me of home, uh homelander Highlander yes he does uh, uh, from the boys I think it's homelander homelander yeah, yeah homelander. he he, he, do, he does of,
2: give me that vibe' yeah. like
0: like not like the I'm, creepy like but like
2: I'm a superhero yeah, so like, you know you you ha- listen like to what I say you, you have what I have to, that's what it is it's just like that cockiness again, and that
0: that bureaucracy against people yeah.
2: Uh, How do you find us? Because we used your things. And, yeah. That also does a thing, now that there is no Red Wing, how are they going to find them?
0: But then, there's probably other ways. I'm sure... Awful, awful people. Falcon knows enough, because you got to think, how long has he been, you know, working on uh, Red Wing enough to where if he really wanted to... Granted, it might be harder to find the parts... But I'm sure if he finds some sort of access or anything to be able to get the parts that he could use for Red Wing, he could rebuild I'm like, can
2: we just crash into so Stark? and Even though Stark's not a or anything, but you know he got some of that stuff left.
1: Well, I was, yeah, I was just about to say, Sam's the one that built Red Wing to begin with? Or did Stark... The
0: government built Red... No, the government is the one that built Red Wing... Because that was his suit that he used when he worked for the military. He just improved it. Yeah, Yeah, he just made improvements and everything. And, you know, we see in episode one where it's the whole point where he's working on Red Wing when they're in that square. And it's like, oh, why don't you just send it to, like,
2: there's people to do that. He's like, every time they touch it, you just mess it up.
0: Yeah, there's always glitches.
2: Like, yeah, he's like, I have to do it. I know what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh and that's where the connection. You know, we kinda see this point where Red Wing was a part of Falcon. Yeah. And yeah, they made jokes and everything and even (laughs) Bucky's like, I'm sorry about Red Wing.
2: Oh my goodness. (laughs) Uh when Bucky jumped out of the plane. Yeah, and he was like, You know I got that on camera, right? (laughs) I'm just like (laughs) and it'd be so funny if they actually like go to old Steve, like Even if it's just a small, like, back thing, and he's actually just showing him the video. I'm like, that would be so funny.
0: And, you know, everyone, like, they really give off this mentality between Bucky and Falcon that they don't like each other. I think it's one of those, there's this level of where they still are friends because they crack jokes at each other. Uh,
2: But I think when we were watching it, it's like
0: what you said, it's like, New best friend versus
2: old best friend. Right. Like, it's just like that is that tension. Like,
0: we both know Steve, but it's always like, who knows him more? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and even on top of that, like, we're looking at, like, that friendship is there. Mm -hmm. I just think that there's these kind of major moments with between the two of them that has caused to that friendship to spoil a little bit. You know, Bucky definitely voiced his thing. During the uh, marriage counseling scene, oh my god, uh, <laughs> where he was like, you know, Steve gave that to you, and but at the same time, I think he
2: does make a good like if Steve was wrong about you, he must be wrong about me, right? And it's like that's just like those moments, and you're like, he, mostly he does. He's mad at Sam because it's like. It's proving to himself. He's like, "What happened? I'm just bad. What happened? I'm never going to be good." Yeah. And that—that's what's hurting him. That's what's making him mad. It's because he's like, if he was wrong about you, he's wrong about me, and that just
0: means I'm just awful. Uh, and then kind of like with Bucky, especially even while he's like talking to the vic- uh, to the victim's father. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw that flashback. Mm-hmm. And they become, you know, good friends, and the dad kind of, like, sets him up on this date, and he's still kind like of, like, he's still in this mode where he's, like, he's still got to, like, cope with the fact that he's 106 years old, but he has to play it off as if he's from this time, you know?
2: Yeah, it's hilarious.
0: And he, what, references that he read The Hobbit 2, 3 times in the show? Yeah,
2: he's, like... <laughs> Yeah, I read The Hobbit when it, first came, when it first came out. Like, it just shows how old he is. He, he. I
0: mean, he's is old. I do like it how he played off when the girl she's like, "How so? How old are you?" He's like a he hundred and six. Feels like I'm a hundred and six. It's like he is. It's just like. But that shows that he's still not even fully coped with the fact of...
2: He's in today's world.
0: Almost by himself at this point. Yeah, because
2: before he had Steve, and it's like, okay, we're going through the same thing. But now, Steve's old. And now Steve's old. He's living his old life in retirement. Like, now he's doing it alone.
0: Yeah. He's out of place in the world. And, you know, and it's kind of one of those, like, he can't really go to Steve because at that point, I'm sure he probably feels like he's impeding on... Him living Steve, his life. Yeah, Steve trying to have a normal life. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that's, like, a lot of the stuff that I noticed. Um, yeah. Anything...
1: No, I think that covers...
2: Yeah. And this, this episode 100%. was more like a transition. Not... A lot happened, but not a lot happened.
0: I think it was this it, episode. It's building, though. Yeah, this episode kind up. of answered, while well, raised more questions, but answered, you know. Some what, of the questions. Yeah, questions that we had from episode one, like, you know, what was going to happen? What were we going to see? Who the
2: heck is this guy in the Captain America
1: suit that doesn't seem to
2: fit well, him right Like,
1: similar to, like, uh, WandaVision. WandaVision took, what, three episodes before yeah. it really picked up. On so the bright side.
2: We can manage to go through the first episode without being like, what the heck are we doing? WandaVision's first episode was like, what the heck's going on? One of the
0: things that I really want to kind of speculate on is during the fight on the, uh... the semi. Mm-hmm. The point where Bucky actually catches the shield rather than John Walker. Like, is there... Do you think there's any symbolism behind that?
2: Um... Maybe? I mean... What that brought up is when. That brought in mind in Captain America when Winter Soldier when mm. he was fighting against him but didn't know it was Bucky and then he caught it and just stared at him. Yeah. Like that's what brought into mind. But to me, that was. Uh, to me, I was afraid Bucky wasn't going to give him back the shield,
1: just grab it and run. Like. It could be maybe the symbolism that we've seen how John Walker doesn't fill out the suit, the way -hmm. Steve Rogers did. You know, that's... I'm not supposed to be Captain America. mm -hmm. Maybe that's kind of what it's... Maybe it was also a
2: thing that
0: Bucky was doing, like, this could be taken away. Well, and even (laughs) like when John Walker is talking in his interview, you know, he says, he's like, you know, I've been following Captain America's career very closely. That alone, that statement shows that yeah, he followed his career as Captain America really closely. But he didn't say I was following, you know, his character or his intentions or, like, why he was doing what he was doing. It's yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
0: like... Uh, but I really do think it's kind of this thing where... Uh, I don't know. They It was a long enough... A small enough scene, but long enough of a scene yeah. that... Part of me felt like there was potentially some symbolism behind it. Maybe. I liked uh, how
2: with that scene with that interview with Good Morning America, I thought that was hilarious. But that we kind of got a background on who the heck mm-hmm. this guy is. It's like, okay. Like, he seems like a nice guy. I think we're kind of a little picky on it because... And that's even what you said is... I think it was like an article or it's a post or something. They're like, we hope you guys don't hate him. Because I don't think he's awful or that he's gonna be bad I think he's just gonna be in the way
1: yeah like he's
2: yeah he's just trying to do the best he can but he gets in the
0: way and that's the other thing too is uh I know I'm probably looking way too far into this scene and it's kind of one of those at least just with how I kind of see it is the scene where not too long after like Bucky catches the shield but how easily John Walker just throws the shield away. Granted, it's to save his friend.
2: But he just threw it on the ground. I'm just like, oh my god, look at all those scratch marks they have to get off.
0: But like that's my thing though, is you know, he's so apt to, you know, just throwing this shield around.
2: He doesn't actually use it to a- advantage. And it's just like
0: the minute he loses that shield. He gets his, like... He gets his butt kicked. Yeah, like, straight up. Because,
2: again, I was just like, I was like, wait, is he actually a super soldier? Nope, he's just normal, little above-average guy.
0: Yeah. I'm just like... So, like, he thinks being, you know, like, again, this part to play is being Captain America of, oh, I'm just going to toss my shield in every which direction. But you've got to have the martial arts skills to back that up if you don't have it.
2: I'd say Captain America, Winter Soldier, he does not, like, miss leg day. (laughs) Like, come on. Uh. I saw another thing that come up. I saw a post online, and it was like, like, why do you think he's the, uh, Sam's the new Winter Soldier? It's like, everybody's like, oh, because Captain America did it. And they zoomed in, and it's like, no, we really know the reason. It's like, Sam does have a nice butt. (laughs)
0: Uh, We, 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 we need a new America, but yes. Uh, but yeah, so those were just like small little intricate because the reason why I brought those scenes up is because even in monovision, you know, we had these tiny little scenes that at first didn't mean anything. It didn't seem like they meant anything. And then we're like, Oh, they mean stuff. Right. You know, uh, Sparky dying, you know, oh uh, Sparky. What were the some of the other scenes where you know her, where he was cutting into his concrete wall? You know, small stuff, but we kind of realized that this led up to a big thing. Yeah, uh, it did. And it was Agatha. It was Agatha all along. <laughs> <laughs> <That> should do <laughs> the intro to the podcast? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted. It is <laughs> <Yeah, that's> copyrighted. <laughs> no, I meant like you singing it. Oh. Yeah, no, because the words themselves are. Yeah,
2: please, please don't sue us, Marvel. We're just, <laughs> we're just having fun. We're just friends. Uh, Yeah, we just love that song.
0: But yeah, like out of all the small scenes, those were definitely the two that like stuck out to me. Yeah. Because like they were small enough, but like I said, long enough that they're like you could make done, You could have done without that little part. Yeah. Uh, and all of that so. Um, I think we'll
2: learn more
0: in, in the next episode. Yeah, I mean, every episode we're going to learn more. We're going to yeah. have questions answered, but we're also going to have a crap ton more uh, we'll questions. we more questions. Yeah. Until it's finally the end, and then we're like... <gasps> but even uh, then, we're still not going to have all Oh, yeah, because thing. then they go
2: into movies. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. Is there anything else? because I think of. I'm good. Okay. Uh, so... We're going to kind of backtrack a little bit, you know, well, not really backtrack, but we're going to flip to the other side of DC, uh, you know, because Marvel's doing these TV shows, doing, you know, in between their movies. Uh, Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched
1: it, watch it now, pause the podcast.
0: And if you are local to Ossian, definitely stop in because we pretty much play the new Justice League at least twice a week now. Yeah, (laughs) and we'll put it Um, on. Yeah, and you know we have no problem showing you know doing movies because that's just stuff that we play normally in the store anyway. Uh, But yeah, so we are looking at the Zack Snyder's edition of Justice League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hashtag
2: Snyderverse forever. Bring Um, the
0: Snyderverse back. um, Unite
2: the the Snyder Justice League. I want more. I want more. I want more. I want more. He should just do all the movies, please, DC. We love it. Uh, but
0: yeah, so a lot of stuff happens in and that four-hour so, movie. It's so um, good. Granted, yeah. They broke it up into eight parts. S- six, six.
2: Six chapters and then an epilogue. Yeah.
0: So I feel like, like that epilogue showed a lot, but we'll get to that. Let's kind of go chapter by chapter. Yes. Uh, and kind of just cover a lot of stuff. So first chapter was uh, where we see a lot of what happened to the boxes. Uh, we kind of see the impact of the death of Superman mm-hmm. uh, from Batman and Superman, and I do I like how they gave a visual like of his kind of like blood curling death scream of whatever he was doing of pain (laughs) the huge
1: impact it had on the whole world yeah i mean it did and and when even it impacted uh atlantis yeah like underwater
0: yeah like we see it you know with go from you know atlantis it goes to Mm -hmm. the, the mascara yeah they have, uh, they
2: have names for the chapters. The first one is Don't Count on It Batman.
1: Oh, and we did it. So, yeah. yeah. And that's where we see That's the first. The kind of big thing called?
0: of uh, Aquaman where he kind of chases down Aquaman. Yeah. And he's like I think part of me honestly feels like they uh, they really kept kind of a lot of the scenes from the original for that. I mean, they added a little bit more time in between, like, the talk uh, between Bruce Wayne and The Village. Um, Well, what
1: I read was that he kept most of the original, well, not the original, but 2017 Justice League. Yeah. He even did some reshoots.
2: Right. Yeah, and then some of them were just, like, he tweaked, like, would tweak a little thing. So it's mostly the same, like, going through it. Like, it's not, like, about the same. But he added stuff, mainly.
1: Oh, it's definitely, yeah.
0: It's, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and we also see, isn't it, uh, during Don't Count On It, Batman, where we see a lot of the stuff between, like, uh, Themyscira and Wonder Woman, that kind of whole, like, where she goes and... Because in the original, they kind of made it to where she kind of just knows the story of what happened, but doesn't really give how she knows or I why. Think that
1: comes part
0: two. Does it? I
1: know what you're talking about. Because I was... know
0: that was like one of the, like Maybe the next a... kind of follow things, because it was the whole thing after the box in Themyscira gets taken and cracks. And oh my god, actually talking about that scene real fast.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: holy crap, we actually got to see, like, the level of power that the Amazons have, their expertise, and their willing of... To we sacri- have no fear! Yeah, you know, they... Oh my gosh. Their level yeah. of sacrifice for the greater good. True. You know? Like, we're gonna die. Like, and I honestly got goosebumps when, uh, during, like, when, you know, they were like, we have no fear... And the uh, hammer wielders, well, yeah, you know.
1: I just think, though, all the little girls or young young ladies who watch it, mm-hmm. how they'll feel hearing that, seeing yeah. these powerful women, right, right, chanting that together in unity, like yeah. we
0: have no fear. Like mm-hmm. how how great for and, young girls. It's nice. And that was the, definitely one of the biggest things that even just throughout this entire movie. You know we see that constant kind of like female empowerment you know mm-hmm. uh he did an awesome job at touching on that that's great uh but yeah so after Themyscira they kind of go and talk about or kind of go on to show where they you know send the arrow of Artemis uh to Europe and you know there's one person who will know and that's Wonder Woman and so now we actually get to see where she goes into that little like tomb to learn the secrets you know to learn what happened with Darkseid and now we get a concrete kind of like evidence of how that fight went down uh and even then they kind of expand on that fight a little bit more you know they draw it out a little bit you know and all of that uh then, you know, after kind of that, we go to, uh, what was next? Part two. Yeah, part two of Age of Heroes.
1: Oh my gosh, the fight scene. Mm-hmm. Which one? <laughs> oh my gosh, when all of Age of them. Heroes, all the original Age of Heroes when there was no Atlantis in the water.
0: Right, uh, yeah. Um, But yeah, like, that was, yeah, that was definitely...
1: That was everything. Mm-hmm. Seeing the Green Lantern, a Green Lantern, not Hal Jordan, but a Green Lantern. Seeing the gods fight. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was you just know, great. And
0: that kind of also goes back to where, like, there was a time where Ares and Zeus were fighting side by side. When in the Wonder Woman, it became a whole thing on like, you know, Ares was just kind of by himself. And one of the questions that really brings up, and I don't know if we're ever going to. Get an answer for it is, you know, because in Wonder Woman during World War Two, Ares still exists. Does Zeus still live? They never really touch on that, but we do see, you know, Zeus all very much alive in that fight. We see Artemis uh, very much alive. Can't remember how many other gods that we saw.
1: Oh my uh, gosh! I think
0: those were the big three. Yeah. That we really saw. Uh yeah like it's that fight was awesome <laughs> to say the least. Uh so yeah those were just kinda a couple of my questions is why is Ares still around when Zeus and armies really aren't uh you know, did something happen to him, you know, and whatnot. Uh what there's has happened. What has uh, happened in part two part two we see uh batman goes to recruit flash oh that's right and wonder woman goes to recruit cyborg that's right uh we also see that a little bit more of cyborgs and his dad's relationship
1: oh yeah and we get a history mm-hmm. on all that on how cyborg is created Mm-hmm. Can and that's you, can you imagine the intellect of his dad What's his name? Victor's dad. What's his dad's name? I'm looking it up.
0: I mean, all I know is a lot of the time he goes by Dr. Stone.
1: Yeah. But to to know, to be able to harness the power
0: without any, like, knowledge that there's this alien race. Mm -hmm. And And that's the thing, too, is Cyborg does cover that. He's like, it was dumb of him. It was dumb of him to do what he did for a selfish reason when he didn't know what the consequences were. Yep. But at a... the same time, you know, that's where they brought up of the whole, uh, where they kind of like realized that it's been woken up once before and Darkseid and his army didn't come then. Superman
1: was still alive. I may botch
0: this. His name's Silas?
2: Silas. 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 Silas.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I botched it.
0: But yeah, so there's definitely that. Like, you know, where we see Silas, you know, the history of Silas resurrecting his son. And how much his son kind of despises him.
2: A little bit. Because it's like, you know how much he's going through. He's like, why, like... I mean, that would be so hard. Like, you died, so now you kind of have to hide yourself from everybody and hide who you are. I mean, you do finally see at the end that he's like, I'm not going to well, hide anymore. But right. it's like, and he he's, has to hide who he is. He needs to hide in the
0: shadows. We it it sucks. You kind got to look at, like, when Superman dies and he gets brought back. hmm Victor Stone dies and he gets brought back. When he's brought back, at what level is it really him you know victor stone to a point where the machine kind of has to fill in the rest of the memories for him yeah yeah it's
2: like Uh, why was i brought back not really to live but now i think after this he feels like he has some type of purpose right
0: you know and that's the big thing is you know kind of like what we saw superman struggle with when he got brought back Mm -hmm. is he had to remember who he was and had to remember his purpose uh... Exactly. You know, because one of his things was, he's like, they brought me back for a reason. I gotta go find out. Yeah. Why. Uh, but
2: yeah, so... And that seemed, though. Yeah. Uh... Having to bring him back and then them fighting. Because, I mean, you're brought back from the dead. You're gonna be confused and angry. And you saw that in Superman. He's like, what is happening? And especially, like... First he was confused, and then Cyborg's machine started just going off, well, like, in danger. You gotta remember.
0: His, him being Cyborg, mm-hmm. part of that is from the mother boxes. Yeah. You know, it's from that side of, you know, the whole dark side. Thing. Yeah, so it's like, it senses so
2: evil, and then yeah. we gotta fight with Superman.
0: And, uh, the other thing, too, is there's a part in which, like, you know, where Wonder Woman... Of going into a little bit about that fight, you know, Wonder Woman keeps calling him Cal L, Cal L, Cal L. He's not Cal L. Yeah. The only reason he is Cal L is because that's what his dad named him, his biological dad named him. Mm. But when in reality. He's Clint. He's Kent. Kent, Kent. Kent, sorry. Shoot. (laughs) Kent Clark. Uh, So. (laughs) I think it's I'm just going to get
2: so many comments just. I mess up y'all guys (laughs) people are bad at what I do
0: but yeah so we're starting to see that happen and kind of going back to Victor Stone to go chronologically as best as we can of I think him coming back there was that level of he died with a little bit of sadness because he thought his dad didn't love him But when we, he kind of comes back...
1: Well, I think resentment, too. Like, yeah.
0: Like, I think it's this thing of, you know, you didn't love me enough when I was normal. You just brought me back for kind of like your own selfish... Stuff. That way you weren't alone. Yeah. Sort of thing.
1: I, I love how human that was, or is, for him to be... Because it's so relatable to, you know, for him to say, Mom, you were, you're just as busy as
0: Dad. You still made time. Yeah.
1: It's just so relatable on a human level.
0: Yeah. Because that's, you know, and, you know, we talk about, like, things that are, you know, like you said, relatable. There's a lot of these kind of human emotions that some of these characters are going through. That, granted, most of them are humans, you know, other than Cyborg was human. Yeah. Wonder Woman, she's an Amazon. She's She's just a
1: super, super human.
0: You know. and She's a different breed. You know, Batman, he's human. He's just rich.
2: (laughs) I know, right? What's your power? I have money. Going
0: to the side of Batman and Flash, um, you know, Batman does tell him. Flash is like, what's your superpower? That means like, I'm rich. I love that they kept that scene because I mean, like, I have money. He's he knows why. Yeah,
2: he, he he's honest with himself. He's yeah. not like, oh, I'm super and I'm super small It's like, and you I, see I've it got in money. The great scenes
1: too. I mm-hmm. feel like he's not. He's able because of his what is it, Jiu-jitsu background? Just, yeah, just he's his able, martial arts. Yeah, yeah, martial arts background. You. But it's not like when Superman or Wonder Woman are fighting, where you see the the villains fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when he punches, it's just a couple feet.
2: I think it's so right. funny.
1: It's, like real, it's realistic. When, yeah.
2: when all the other superheroes, they fly away, and then you see him come in a car. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> he can't fly. So it's like, he's More just better. like, car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it's hilarious.
0: Know, and, like what you were saying with uh like, the realism of him being a human versus, you also gotta look at, like, if you look at the fighting techniques, I mean, Wonder Woman is, like, that mix of, like, you see the spectra. Mm -hmm. You see Batman, who is mortal, normal human. Granted, he is very, you know, like, he takes very good care of himself, you know, takes good care of himself. He knows, you know, took so many different martial arts, fighting styles, and made his own, pretty much, from them. Because you see this level of expertise where his, you know, his life and death situation is here, but his expertise to try and make up so he increases his survivability is, you know, up here, you know, way higher. Then you have Wonder Woman, who is that equal, you know, she has Amazon training, can't, she's not invincible, but, you know, they equalize each other out. For her survivability, to what she needs to know for her survivability. And then you have Superman. If you actually look at how Superman fights, he is like, he has almost no fighting technique. Oh, yeah. Like, he throws a lot of his punches, you know, punches and everything are all power punches. Exactly. You it's know? just like, what are we going kind to of, do? Laser eyes. Well, and backing up to, we see a lot of that kind of come more from uh, Batman vs. Superman. Uh-huh. When you have Batman, who is a mortal, has to use kryptonite to weaken Superman, and but has high expertise. You see him kick Superman's, you know, to kingdom come. Because Superman's fighting style, he doesn't have one. Yeah. He fights, like, any other untrained person, you know, just... I got powers! Yeah, and so when he's brought to this level where his survivability is high, but he has really no... It's only his powers that bring his, you know, that keep his survivability high. Yeah. But the minute you take that, you know, kryptonite power away, or that kind of infect him with kryptonite gas... He's brought down to a mortal, so he's actually at a loss.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause he he got
2: nothing now. Right.
0: Uh, so that's where you know you see this spectrum, and then Flash, Flash is still learning the limit of his powers. But oh my goodness, how,
1: Dang. how long do you think he's had them?
0: So in, in the movie, it's a very quick sentence. He's like, ever since the accident, you know. uh...
2: I, I wouldn't say too. Months. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say too long.
0: After the accident that happened a couple months ago, he's only had him for a couple months. But
2: at the same time, it's like you—you—he knows stuff. How to use his powers. He, he but you can still see like he—he he makes little mistakes. Uh, I mean. he falls. He. That one fight where he ran to Aquaman, it just like he—he's still getting to know what he can do, and like stopping's hard. He's going so fast; yeah. stopping is, is his what he needs to work on now.
0: Uh, but yeah, I'm looking to see if because I thought I'm pretty sure he said that he. It,
2: it probably has been a long enough time that he understands how to use the powers. But he's still trying to get to know, like, mm-hmm. what he can do. Because, like, he always says, like, that's the one rule I can't pass. Like, I can't do this and I can't. Like, these are my rules. And I'm like, he knows enough that he knows what he and shouldn't not, and, do.
1: And, I guess jumping all the way to the end, when he's talking to his dad. Oh, yeah. He talks about getting the job at Star, uh, Star Labs. Yeah. So what is the, in the comics, do you know what the time difference
0: it's It's, not long uh it really it really isn't
1: well and it differentiates from the show
0: yeah the flash oh yeah They kind of do have to and this is the one thing that we see from you know the comics to the show to the movie is you see this kind of level of you have to change some canon information in the comics mm-hmm. to be able to make it fit media. Yeah. Somewhat. You know, because in a show you have, you know, however many episodes you want to dedicate to providing that information. Yeah. Versus in a movie you only have a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's really hard to gauge as far as, you know, between the comics to the movie. Mm-hmm. But even in the comics, it's not long. Yeah. Because he, his thing with uh, Central City and Star Labs is, that's where he does most of his uh, metahuman work. Right. And everything. Um, so we're just, we're kind of, uh, it's, it's hard. It's, yeah. It really is hard to gauge that.
2: But on the bright side, we from this movie, I think the good part that Snyder did was make the Flash... He's more secure with what he can do. He's, like, less of... In the first one, I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm... Like, he was insecure. Like, he was like, I have these powers, but... I'm still new, and this one he's like running around, doing what like he kind of
1: Iris was. Yeah,
2: he kind of knows what he's he like you see it. It's like he's not just a dumb kid who just got superpowers yesterday. Yeah. He he knows what he's doing, and like that really has helped out a lot in in this movie. Like he plays a bigger role, mm-hmm.
0: especially at well, the end. That's the one thing that like we've said before is you're going from. The Warren cut to Zack Snyder's, and they kind of changed his overall, like, his demeanor of the character, where in Warren's, he was kind of this, like, scared comical person, you know, because you have the scene that they completely took out in uh, Snyder's cut, where Batman has to tell him, save one person. It's all you have to do, save one person. Yeah. You know, so there's a level in which he had to be convinced to help people, to get past that fear. And we see in the Snyder cut, where he is, you know...
1: He just goes for it. Zoom,
0: you know, to a point even where part of that building is falling down. And you see him tap into this speed force to the point where he's pushing these, you know, rocks out of the way. Mm-hmm. So that way, it doesn't crush these people. Uh, and that's the other thing, too. I think Cyborg is a little judgmental. Yeah. Of flash because of his kind of inexperience with his powers true because the reason why i say this is after the like kind of like final rock or something that was about to crush his dad cyborg had to do it because Mm -hmm. barry allen did not pay full attention to the entire span of the situation and he kind of gave barry this like half judgmental look
1: I feel like like Sa- I almost
0: expected him to say something.
1: Yeah, and I feel like Sagborg, through the whole movie is judgmental of mm-hmm. life, <laughs> life in general. Yeah, yeah. His... he's still working through his own
0: things, right? And I think that's where a lot of that comes from is he's still working through a lot. And mm-hmm. but we do see a kinder side to him too in this movie when he helps the one uh, the one waitress who got shorted on.
2: Oh
1: yeah
0: yeah and then ends up putting what 100k yeah into her account
1: cyborg can put 100k into my account any day (laughs) please (laughs) throw that out there cyborg uh
0: you know and his dad said it perfectly he's like when it comes to anything technological on earth cyborg is probably the person to fear the most
1: yeah and how he told him the challenge isn't going to be able to do it, but to not Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Could you imagine having that much intellect?
0: Yeah. Having that just... Power. Holy cow. Uh, And, you know, even in the comics, there's a point in which, like, Cyborg actually learns how to do the same teleportation that Darkseid and his minions use Mm -hmm. uh, in the comics. Like, there's a full-on point where he learns how to do that.
1: Which makes sense if he's born from the Mother Box.
0: Yeah. Uh, So there's just we haven't even hit, like this is just
1: part three probably
0: yeah part two into part three that we've been covering um part four
1: change machine
0: I think that's where we see a lot more of Victor Stone more of him uh the team kind of starts getting put together that's where we see kind of like the whole striker island yeah scenario mm-hmm. happen
1: yeah and uh Arthur Curry he mm-hmm. he shows up and then they decide, well, Batman brings friends to the Batcave.
0: Yeah. Dude, the look oh on Alfred's face. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All the people, and like, I love the
1: flashes. He's just like, oh, he's yes. just, yes. yes. This yes. is awesome. His so. interaction with Alfred was great because he's like, Hi! Waving really fast.
0: This is Alfred. I work for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Uh, the other thing too is I love Flash's little like uh, comical scene up on the roof after they talk to Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. He's like, oh, they just vanish. How rude! Oh, yeah. That's rude. Um. um well, bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's hilarious. And Commissioner Gordon doesn't even really seem to all that phased. He's just like, he it like, happens. happens. How many? how many are... There? Yeah, like, that's the only part that he was like... Wow, there's what? more <laughs> yeah. than... More superheroes. Right. Uh, so, I think that was kind of the two biggest things.
1: Well, uh, one another big thing is, this is where Arthur Curry kind mm-hmm. of calls out Cyborg, like, how do we know you're working for us? Right. And then Cyborg gives us a uh, background on how mm-hmm. his dad got hold right. of
0: the Mundox mm-hmm. and... Um, I think this is also the point where they also do figure out they're like, hey, we got to resurrect Superman. That's like the beginning. Yeah.
1: That's where they plan
0: how they're going to do it. And uh, I know this is like, I love the little, because Flash in the comics, he's very, like, he makes. He's very funny. You know, comments and everything. Uh, And he's like, I know we're all thinking it, but I'm not going to say it. So who is? And nobody wants to say it, so Cyborg just projects Superman. Superman. I'm just like that, I'm like, <laughs> yep. Nobody's going to have to say it if it's projected. <laughs> exactly. It. Uh, but yeah, so I think that was probably where we see the beginning of the plan form of, I think that was probably the major part of ch- the change machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the King's Horses it yeah. is the next chapter. Where the plan for resurrecting Superman is really put in place. Yeah. Uh, they start breaking in, and Alfred really does voice his...
2: Concern.
0: Concern. Yeah. You know, because that was one of the big things. I don't know if you guys caught it, but that's actually part of an actual saying. With all the king, You could have all the king's men and all the king's horses, and you still might not get the job done.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. Uh... So I think that's where... That was more Alfred being more scared for Batman. Than yeah. Because he's like, you did it. You did what you needed to do. Yeah. You can take a step back. Yeah. And he even is like, you know, in Batman, that's where he's like, I can't. You know, I needed to do this. I have to do this. Yeah. For us to win, this is what needs to happen. Uh so, you know, they start putting a plan together, they break into the, like, set of labs, and this is where we see, uh, Cyrus Stone kind of actually, like, this is one of those moments where he really shows his support for his son, mm-hmm. you know, because they're late, because he, he's like, f- he's, he's like, a it's, it's a, he's like, it's a, f-
2: alarm. he's like, it's a false alarm, guys, I know it's a false alarm, and he's like, never mind, it isn't a false alarm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, we definitely see that. And... Yeah. This is where I think, like, that kind of, like... That action really shows Victor, you know, that his dad does care. His dad wants him to succeed. Yeah. He's glad he's out and about. And he knows that he's doing more for himself than sitting in that room. Granted, he already kind of knew that the box was missing because he went back and everything was torn apart. Yeah. Uh... This is where we
1: see uh, the Flash really tap into the Speed mm-hmm. Force when he goes back in time.
0: Yeah, like he rewinds it, and that's even the thing too: is you only really see him rewind it maybe a couple seconds. Yeah, yeah, but and, it's crucial couple
1: seconds, right?
0: So he, at that point, you know, he talks about how he has this rule, you know, of going a certain speed, and he didn't really break that rule. He more bent it, because he yeah. really didn't change a whole lot. He cha- he tied it back just that couple seconds... Just enough. You know, to activate the mother box to resurrect Superman.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: uh, It's not until later that we actually, you know, where he... He really breaks, breaks his rule. says, come on, Barry, you gotta break the rule. You have to go faster than you've ever gone before. And he changes, well, yes, it's a couple seconds, but...
2: It's a important couple it's seconds. It's
0: bigger than you know having a, that couple seconds more to touch a box than it is
1: saving the world.
0: Yeah, rebuilding. <laughs> yeah, saving the matter as it, is.
1: And like the
2: original one, it's like okay, he plays a small part in this one. It's like if it weren't for him, everybody would be dead. Yeah, it's really nice.
1: Uh, let's talk about the fight scene in this part
2: mm-hmm. suit. Superman, Just how he yeah.
1: Superman, like oh you, he you see why they call him Superman. Mm-hmm. He's holding off three oh. people, three metahumans, mm-hmm. while able simultaneously able to see how fast Barry Allen is moving behind him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Push off these three people and then swing at Barry Allen,
0: and only be. He's like a he's he's fast.
2: Time. Oh yeah, but A millisecond. Yeah, the the flash is faster than Superman, but Superman's at least fast enough to keep up. To keep up.
1: But, so it's like, oh,
2: yeah. and then he can't. It's like <sighs> when he realized that Superman just looked and turned. He's just like, oh yeah,
0: crap! He, he <laughs> was surprised. He's <laughs> like,
1: darn it! This is all I got. <laughs> it was just awesome to see like Superman in all his glory, just. Why they call him Superman. Yeah.
2: And then when they finally calm down, it's like a different because in the first one, Batman brought out, got after to bring Lois Lane there. In this one, Lois Lane just went by herself. She mm-hmm. saw it. And she, she
1: just happened to be there. She around the area. Yeah,
2: because she was going, she's like, I'm going go to go well, back they to work.
0: Heard
1: the explosion. Yeah, and everything.
0: And then she's like,
2: the "I know what's happening."
0: And she saw, you know, Superman floating there. So she—it was kind of one of those she almost had to go see for herself.
2: She's like, "I have to know." Yeah.
0: And Which good thing she did, or Superman would be reappeared, yeah. or something. And that's when we kind of, you know, see the what I was saying earlier is where, when she walked up, she didn't say Kal El, she said Clark.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh. So. And that's where he kind of, like, he almost snaps, too, but not fully.
2: Yeah. He, like, he just knew that he had, like, she... Basically, she's his kryptonite. Yeah. And, like, like he knew, like, I can't, I'm not gonna hurt her. Like, I, he knew something was there.
1: Well, it just Until goes, clicked. It just goes back to the 2017 one where mm-hmm. Barry Allen tells bruce wayne mm-hmm. in the Batcave, cave lois lane is the key mm-hmm. yeah right there she's the key to snap him out of yeah like, to superman
0: and we'll get to that we'll come back to that when we get yeah. to the epilogue part because yeah. there's a major thing where that gets brought up again yeah and i think we should probably cover the rest you know of the chapters before we kind of I love yeah. the
1: the fighting between Superman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. You see mm. how super right. Superman True. is. He
0: just lays her out. <laughs> headbutt. Bigger yeah. headbutt. Yeah. Biggest headbutt. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like,
2: he's like, I want him to go. And he's like,
0: nope. Yeah. <laughs> and we see that, like, there's this kind of point where Batman, once again, almost kind of prepared himself. Yeah. You know? for not necessarily going up, because he knew he couldn't. Yeah. He, he knew there was oh, yeah. no way he was going to be able to go up against Superman, so it was more of, he was trying to, his survivability at that point was more of deterring, you know? Yeah. Lasers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, pause. We missed a, I don't want to miss the important reveal. Spoil alert. Uh, Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Is this the Is this the chapter that,
0: because I think that was a little sooner. but Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah we missed that. Yeah, so... Because it's the scene... Yeah, because it's the scene where we think... Because... Oh, that g- that gets Lois really... out of
2: the house. Yeah, yeah. we weren't that's...
0: necessarily seeing... Like, I don't think anybody would have seen this coming. No. Or, no. Because, you know, we see Martha pack up her house, you know, Superman's mom pack up the house, and she's going to Metropolis. Yeah. Yeah and so honestly like even in the original mm. movie you know it's this thing of we see her you know kind of just move in and all of that yeah and then all of a sudden you know Martha's walking out of the apartment and we Eyes see turn red yeah, yeah. we see like, first thing i was like whoa
2: what happened
1: insane.
0: right you know and i was like um did they like what are they trying to do cuz the only other time so far in this movie that we've seen kind of that same reddish orange set of eyes Mm -hmm. is with anything related to Darkseid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I was like, oh my God, are they like trying to, you know, almost trying to like verify that Superman's gone and everything.
2: I was thinking like, finally when we realized it, it's like, there's a reason that like, he's kind of like pushing the story along. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to get out of the house. You have to do something with your life. Because if she didn't do that, she wouldn't have seen superhero come back to life. Mm -hmm. So he, like, he did it for a reason.
0: Right. And I don't think he could have known 100%. Martian Manhunter, he does not have the kind of, like, oh, I can look into the future type of thing. But I do think he was kind of just being... He was... He saw what Superman did, and he knew that Lois was connected to Superman. Yeah. And he didn't want to, because how long, you know, once again, we kind of go back to how long was Martian Manhunter kind of just watching Lois? Yeah. You know, so I think it was the thing of he knew she had to kind of just get back to living. Yeah. With or without Superman.
1: Yeah, when they revealed uh, Martha as Martian Manhunter, Mm -hmm. I teared up not going to lie. That was awesome. It was everything I wanted.
0: Uh, So, yeah. And then we see Martian Manhunter again at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, it was a nice cool little scene for him to be in. A nice kind of like twist in the story. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and it's really kind of sad because like they set him up to join the Justice League and we don't even know if there's going to be another movie.
1: We hope so. Uh, so moving right along after the big fight scene. Because Martian Manhunter's reveal is right before this fight scene that we're talking yes. about. it's
0: I mean, it's a little bit before, but... it's
2: right, It it's gets r- Lois out of the house. Yeah, and then it got Lois
0: out of the house because even that's what pushed her for that, you know, to go that one last time. Yeah. And then we see her kind of like pick herself together.
2: Get some coffee. Almost and then kind of like the, this
0: was like fate's reward in a way of her kind of being like, you know what? I'm ready. I've, yeah. You know, I've grieved enough, which when you love somebody that much, you never stop grieving, but it was enough for her. It's what she needed to hear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we see her get coffee for the cop and then it's the, the mother box where they activate the mother box. Yeah. The mother box explodes with Superman, and then it's the fight scene, and then, and then she comes. And that's just, you know
0: towards the end, Superman's you know blasting
1: everybody with the laser eyes. Yeah. Well, They're he only totally really uses
0: it against Batman. Yeah. You know? Because the rest of it, he's kind of just using his strength. Yeah. because he, he doesn't headbutt. Like when he has to pull out the laser vision, at that point it's personal. Like, really, it is. True. Uh, And, you know, that's where we saw Alfred was, you know, building those gauntlets. Because, you know, I thought it was going to be... I was like, oh, he's, you know, preparing himself against Darkseid. No. He was preparing himself for trying to prolong before, Mm -hmm. you know, for something to happen. Yeah. In case Superman got to this point to where he was just going to try to lay him out. Yeah.
1: So then we see Superman and Lois... Leave and they go yeah. back to mm-hmm.
0: the farm. The farm, and he starts to remember stuff happening. Yeah.
1: and uh, then at the end we see that he's remembered everything. He knows mm-hmm. who he is, and he he's reunited with the real Martha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he's like, "I." They brought me
2: back for a reason. I have
0: to yeah. go. And then he went. Uh, he goes talks to Alfred. Alfred fills him in, and.
1: Well, you missed a step, He went to his wherever he keeps his ship.
0: Well, yeah, and got the black. So,
1: got the black suit.
0: Yeah, so I was yeah, kind of disappointed
2: because I kind of I like the normal suit, but I mean, at the same time, it goes with the theme I of the movie. I think
0: that's kind of a callback to the comics mm-hmm. in the death of Superman stuff. Because there is a couple scenes in the whole, like, afterwards of Death of Superman where he takes on this black suit. Yeah. So, I think, and the other thing, too, is you also gotta remember is there's a level in which he has a lot of stuff where, you know, he has to deal with it, like, where his two dads are talking to him. Mm -hmm. The black suit is in reference to Cal L, but his actions and his humility comes from his earth father yeah so i think that was just kind of like him taking on both of his uh both sides and he was kind of like portraying both of
1: those Mm -hmm. yeah so this is where we move into part six Mm -hmm. i wish though that the reveal of the black suit would have been a little better i feel like it was just kind of like I'm wearing a suit. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a black suit. Mm. I wish the reveal would have been a little more theatrical. Right. That's so know, nice. I just, I, I, for me personally, I just felt like it was plain Jane. Like, look at me. I'm mm. crouching, ready to you know fly right. in a black
0: suit. Uh, but yeah, and so part six, you know, we see where he's dealing with this uh, where he kind of swoops in. Mm -hmm. We see the start of the fight where Batman pretty much goes almost on a suicide mission.
1: Yeah, he goes rogue.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, takes down the tower and then crashes his plane, which that's the other thing Cheyenne was saying. She was like, oh, of course he crashes his plane, you know. And I was like, I think part of it too is like he used it as a battering ram. Yeah. Because, you know, he uses all the missiles, but at the same time, he's kind of flying into it also mm-hmm. so i think that's what a major part of it was of why he crashed and then he goes on the ground uh by car and we see the batmobile versus in the original batmobile in the original lasts way longer than it does in the staggerverse you know because you're facing other dimensional beings mm-hmm. you know? Earth stuff is not going to last as long. Oh no! And so we see this uh, car being just shredded, mm-hmm. but we see a lot of returning of mo- other scenes that you know Snyder kept from Warren of like the uh, kind of like parachuting of Aquaman, oh, he no. surfboards yeah, one the surfboards, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's awful. It's awesome. Uh, you know, Batman once again kind of goes into a thing of. You know, where he's kind of just taking... He's keeping everything else from getting to the main fight. Yeah. And he does a hell of a job. Mm -hmm. He really does. Uh, We see Barry Allen kind of zooming around, you know, trying to... Yeah, trying to build up that charge for Cyborg to get into the mother boxes. Uh, Trying to think of... What was next? Um, oh, well, one of the big things is Superman swoops in, you know, after Aquaman and Wonder Woman are beating the crap out of, or trying to hold off uh, Steppenwolf, mm-hmm. they, you know, Steppenwolf kind of knocks him around a little bit, and he goes to attack Cyborg, and it's where we see Superman swoop in, and just take a full blow axe and not even feel anything. Oh, oh I yeah, I love what he says. He's like, not, not impressed. Not, yeah, not impressed.
1: So what was <laughs> what was that ability of him blowing on Stephen Wolf's? His uh, cold breath. Cold breath. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not used a lot. Like you do see it often in the comics. Mm-hmm. You know, used because Superman comics. There's so many that you do see it used every once in a while. Yeah. But even from the original to the Warren edition to the Snyder cut, in the Warren, he uses it kind of more as, like, a wind to push Steppenwolf. In this case, you actually see it concentrating onto the axe for him to just go and break Hmm. it.
2: Oh, yeah. That's so funny.
0: And Steppenwolf is very much caught off guard at this point, and he just gets wrecked.
1: It just shows how super Superman is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, then the big, you know, the big scene happens where uh, Barry gets, you know, doesn't get blasted, but he does get he gets sh- he gets shot, and it's like and
2: he's he- trying to, he's like, oh, I'm fine, I, I just. And what are the chances? I that- just got knocked, my
1: got knocked, and he's just like. Oh, it hurts. And like, what are the chances, like a million to one, just, that a parademon oh would be able to time it just right?
2: He was watching them the entire well, time, so watch it go around.
0: Was you know, you know, like, right. for, it was just blasting. I know, but like...
2: Right. It was like a low chance, and he's just like, ow. Like,
0: I think it was luck. Just, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. you know. That's what really kind of comes that dumb little set of luck that that one parademon had. Really, kind of is what changed the course for you know the next couple minutes of Mm -hmm. the movie. Uh, Barry is trying to use the speed force to heal himself, uh,
2: which is really cool.
0: Cyborg is like, Barry, I need you, I'm ready, I need you, and you know, boom. It's It's a unified synchronized, yeah. yeah, The synchronization uh, finishes,
1: we all die.
0: And this is where we see the, you know, Barry Allen being like, okay, Barry, it's time to go faster. You got to break the rule. It's time to go faster than you've ever gone. Flashpoint. Yep. Ooh, Flash real point. fast. Flashpoint. Uh, so, you know, he fixes the, you know, these couple, because in reality, once again, it's only a couple seconds. Yeah. But it's on a such a big It's a critical state. couple seconds. Yeah. It's such a. Like, he's literally repairing the matter back to what it needed. What it was. Yeah. And. He's not just the matter.
1: Like, we're talking about the whole universe. Putting mm-hmm. the whole universe back together.
0: So, he. You know, gets to a cyborg, touches him. Cyborg gets put into. Uh, I know we're kind of, like, analyzing this scene by scene, but we kind of almost have to. Yeah. Uh where he gets sent into the mother boxes to break up the unification.
2: And they really try to get oh, him with his man. mom and his dad. It's like, like, you don't have to, like, you can come with us. And
1: he's like, like, that's really
2: hard.
1: And what's great is, you see on a human level, I feel like he's healed at this point. Mm-hmm. He's like, just like, whatever. He, I know what I
2: gotta do. Yeah,
1: and whatever he was dealing with, with the resentment... Mm-hmm. And the sadness of you know his dad and how he he felt his dad was treating him. He now feels whole mm-hmm. that yeah. he has people that care about
0: he's him. He's like, I'm not alone. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and split the famous scene or the famous saying that he does say. Hey, he's like, I'm not broken. Yeah. And he, he splits him apart with the help of Superman. He's too. just like super. God. The symbol. The symbolism. What happened?
2: Are we not? No.
1: no, it's
0: all good now. Okay. Uh, so the symbolism of where we see, uh, like, his mom, his dad, and him all next to each other. Uh-huh. And he goes to split them apart, and we see that change happen, you know, where they are not, they, like, almost change into these different beings. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with the mother boxes, it's a technology so advanced that it's hard to. Uh, it almost looks like sorcery. So yeah. It would it, almo-
1: doesn't Wonder Woman even say that? Yeah. When she's describing. Yeah. The so story? I mean,
0: who's to say that you know these advanced you know this advanced technology isn't doesn't have this safeguard to do that? Yeah. You know to try and make you kind of one with it uh if you can even get into it Mm -hmm. so cyborg splits him up we see you know steppenwolf dies you know
2: oh that whole just like yeah just like oh
1: that's a little
0: Uh, gory yeah he really
2: does i
0: mean and it's not even like the Zack Snyder version is definitely—they do take on a little bit of that more gory because we see full-on cut people in half and yeah, Atlantis. yeah,
2: uh, it's a little more intense, but sometimes that's what you need.
0: So yeah, that's what we see there, and now to the
1: well, and Dark Side leaves us with we'll do it the old way. Yeah, well, that's Man, in the arm, epilogue. arm the armada. Yeah, yeah.
0: in the epilogue on. Uh, what was the thing that I was going to bring back up in the vlog? The, oh. yeah, yeah, the, the nightmare. Yeah, the nightmare. Uh, So we see, uh, you know, we're kind of towards the end of the movie. Bat- this is the first time Batman has really stated, like, that nightmare that he had. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Lois is the key. And this is where the famous, you know, saying, and actually that's still in technically chapter six, where he's like, I fear it's for something darker. Yeah. Uh, then epilogue starts. We see
2: the nightmare, which you don't really, you didn't know it's a nightmare until the end, but it's just, you see, like, the Joker's there, and you see...
1: And not just any Joker, it's Jared Leto's yeah. I know! I
2: was, Brett was and like, I don't think so, and I'm like,
0: it is. it is. and that was the thing, is, like, a lot of the point, they do more of a side shot of him, so I'm like, it's Jared Leto has him. one of those faces where, like, if you look at him straight and then you look at him from the side, mm-hmm. he kind of almost looks like two different people. Yeah. In a way. And on top of that, you know, he's painted up like the Joker. So. Longer hair. It's yeah. more of the yeah. modern
2: Joker they've been doing. The longer hair, the makeup's more all smudged. Yeah. Like he looks crazy. Uh,
0: and, you know, there's the whole debacle between Batman and Joker, uh, where we see also Mira, Slade. Mm-hmm. that's the thing that caught me off probably off guard one of the most outside of the joker because like okay miran i can understand she wants superman dead because of the death of aquaman uh but again like we see slade there one of the last few surviving people and then it kind of pans to uh we see flash the one that had
2: oh back. did we skip the part where with like Luthor. Was that oh, before yeah, I mean, this? Yeah, so... Oh, my goodness! See, this With is Lex of, Luthor
0: excuse prison! How can I, how can I to talk about this? this so I know, you cried, you said. I did not cry. I giggled like <laughs> a little
1: schoolboy. <laughs>
0: because for those of you that don't uh, know me, if have not been in this show... He I, one of my favorite all-time characters of DC is Deathstroke and Green Arrow. Yep. Uh, I have collected strokes since I pretty much first started. Uh, he loves it. Guy. He's
2: obsessed.
0: Yeah. I'm not obsessed.
2: He's obsessed. <laughs> so, but, uh, like, I well, this is from my perspective, because, so, we see, we fig- find out Lex Luthor's safe for prison. There's just another crazy bald guy in his place. And then you see this boat coming up to a yacht. And you see the little... Like ribbons or something tied to the back of his head, like flapping.
0: They're pretty much not. I wouldn't necessarily say ribbon, but you see, you the one of the big kind of like uh, key characteristics to Deathstroke's character is he has these like ties. Yeah, you know, at the bottom of his sword.
2: Yeah, so you see those flapping in the wind, and I look over and Brett is just has the biggest smile when he finds it out, he is smiling like he's so happy. And then he finally realizes that like he is smiling ear to ear.
0: And you know, then we actually see that it is him. Yeah. He gets on the boat to talk about to talk to Lex Luthor. Yeah. And my favorite part of all time is the fact that they made him look he looks almost exactly like he would in the comic. Mm-hmm. not the older comics because in the older comics he kind of took on more of like a bluish and orange look but mm-hmm. in the newer ones he has more he goes more tactical black yeah. and orange yeah uh, he kind of almost looks like the almost exactly like the Deathstroke from uh, Arkham City mm-hmm. for those that have played the game but uh, so, that
2: was great. And then you go to the dream. Yeah. Because then you get a little confused. You're like, wait, didn't we just see him with Lex Luthor? Why is he with Batman? Yeah. Like, what's going on? And it's like, this is a dream.
0: And we get to the, you know, where we see Cyborg. We see Flash in the, you know, costume that we saw in the previous Nightmare. Uh, Mira is there. Slade is there. And then we have the talk between batman and joker uh, Mm. where uh it gets brought up that joker is most likely the person that killed harley because he's like i swear to god you know Mm. harley made me promise as i was you know holding her and she was bleeding out that i would kill you and by Mm. god i will kill you
1: um didn't joker no. make reference to killing Nightwing? well
0: yeah i mean joker makes a couple references because it's the whole thing. kills a lot of people Mira is like you don't know what it's like to lose somebody you love and joker's like oh yes he does <laughs>
1: well it'd be robin right not Nightwing, right uh
0: is it's, is same like, person
1: i mean is it same person
0: yeah, technically, it yeah. It really is because it's,
2: it's like after he becomes Robin, he becomes Nightwing. It's like him growing up. Yeah, gotcha.
0: it's uh, Jason Todd. Yeah, no, no, it's not Jason Todd. But anyway, uh, so yeah. I mean, if there's anybody that knows about you know losing people that he loves, and even Joker references it's his b- parents. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Uh, but
0: so mm- yeah, we definitely see where Batman straight up says he's like. One of these days, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And Batman wakes up. And this is where we see, you know, he wakes up and he notices something out the window. And I don't like the fact that he kind of nonchalantly walks out to Martian Manhunter. But at the same time, I'm like, Batman scenes some stuff.
2: Yeah, he's just know? like, there's a dude sure flying in my not backyard. he's
0: by it anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, at this point, fighting, after fighting, uh an alien's race. Mm-hmm. like He's just like, you... he's like,
2: what next? Like, yeah. he's flying down slowly. He It's not, he feels non-threatened.
0: But yeah, so we see that and it is, once again, Martian Manhunter. And Martian Manhunter does tell him, he's like, you know, this isn't the end of it, right? Yeah. And.
2: Because especially in the, if we go back to the dream, like, the last thing you see is Superman coming in, yeah. like, destroy, like, vaporizing them and it's like oh he found us yeah so that's why he wakes up
1: it just sucks man that we may or may not get a continuation Mm. of all this because of everything that we've just talked about and how it sets up for a good universe Mm -hmm. the way marvel has a good universe Right.
2: right yeah and we may not get it.
0: A lot of like the people that I've been reading, you know, their different opinions about the Snyderverse. A lot of them all agree that because there's petitions, there's people that you know. We want more. Even on Marvel's comment section, they're like hashtag Restore the Snyderverse, and
2: everybody's going after it. Yeah, Everybody wants so, it.
0: Like a lot of people you know, that I've been reading have all said, they're like, we honestly feel the only way that this will keep going is if AT&T who owns DC comics steps in
2: mm-hmm. and says, we're doing this. Yeah.
0: And who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe DC and AT&T will give Snyder his kind of like what he's kind of been doing. Cause if you think about it, the whole HBO max, you know, it's where like they make a set of movies and then Snyder kind of gets his turn. Yeah. Because he's awesome at making a much darker version.
2: Which is what and we some, want. And some people hate that. Yeah. Some people don't like it. So I love it. They're, they're probably going to
0: almost, maybe in a way, do it this, you know, where the version that they release in theaters is the lighter, not so, you know, dark tone to it. And then they're going to give Zack Snyder the kind of control over like the ones that they release for hbo yeah and you know the more like subscription service uh based services you know to do that because they have a lot looser uh kind of like control or a lot looser hold
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and also like
2: game of thrones is on hbo max hbo is like so I'm it's sorry, like they can do a started. lot. I just started Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm I'm about to. I haven't watched it, so I need to.
0: So uh, yeah, I definitely think that if they're gonna do it, they're probably gonna do it that way. Yeah. But,
2: uh, hopefully, and, please do it. You no,
0: know, but again, we we don't know. But they left it off on a huge cliffhanger with Darkseid saying, "Prepare the Armada. We'll do this the old way."
1: Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, that's what we're left with, and we don't know <laughs> the, if we'll get a continuation.
0: We hope, we do. We hope. We
1: want it. Start a petition.
0: Oh, there's already, I think, I think last... Um, there's last so last many positions. Played, the last person counted that there were six that had probably about, like, 3,000 to 4,000 signatures each. Wow. So, like, so a wait, lot it's... of people are behind this Snyderverse. They want it to happen.
2: Hashtag Snyder versus trending.
0: <laughs> uh, so many last minute things that you guys want to cover? No, uh, I think we covered all of them. I
2: want more. That's what I want.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, guys, this was Elemental Breakdown. We are going to leave it off here. Join us for next episode as we uh, cover probably more Falcon and the Winter Soldier and really pretty much anything that kind of goes up there. Uh, yeah, if anything gets released, you know, by next week, we'll try to cover that too.
1: Yeah, we uh, got what episode three of. Mm-hmm.
0: Episode yeah. Soldier. Three.
1: Soldier. Um, we'll keep an eye out on updates for.
0: Mm-hmm. And e- honestly, e- we might just come back to you know if bring back some of the other uh, little theories that people have. Oh yeah. Uh, and as always, you know, when this gets posted. Uh, If you guys want to comment down below as far as, you know, your guys' theories, we'll talk about those. Uh, Last episode got posted a little late, so we weren't able to go through your guys' theories on that. But we'll definitely try to cover those uh, theories in episode three. Uh, Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us. I am Brett Wista.
1: Marissa. Cheyenne.
0: And we will see you guys and talk to you guys next time.
2: Bye.